0: Cyboob Cinema is a retrospective movie show for adults only. Educational, satirical, transgressive. It's just entertainment and we're not out to offend, but at the end of the day, Frank Zappa said it best. You either get it or you don't. Roll the tape.
1: Power bottoms, men who like a well-fitting sailor suit and a good knife fight. This is Sideboob Cinema, your podcast within a podcast. My name is Ricky O'Pake, and Joining me tonight are my fellow Poofters, AJ and Jonathan Astro. <laughs> AJ, does the sailor do it for you? <laughs> don't answer Not that. As... Don't answer that. Okay. Sorry. John, have you, ever, have you ever thought about a career in the military? <laughs>
2: um, yeah.
0: I don't know. I could, you know. It, there's something about um, adventure, you know, mm. um, with other men. Yes, which should be nice.
1: The, the closest I came was my, my brother did uh, my brother did army cadets for about two weeks. That's as close as I got. Yeah, well, that's
0: you know, that's it's pretty
2: close.
0: It's pretty close. <laughs> well, tonight, 1982. What a year, quarrel. <laughs> Directed by Rania Werner Fassbinder, written by the same and Burkhard Driest, based on Quarelle mm. of Breast by Jean Genet. All right. So, just quickly, Jean Genet, very in- interesting uh, artist. I I don't know much about the 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 dude, but I've re- I've I read a book that he wrote called Our Lady of the Flowers, which I recommend, and um. It's a lot like this movie. <laughs> and he did a movie <laughs> with chicks in it, uh, unlike Galilee of the Files, called uh, The Maids, uh, which is a play and a movie starring Glenda Jackson. Uh, so that, that was, I wanted to stage it once, but, um, yeah, hopefully one day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's John Janet. This is obviously going to be AJ's favourite movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why do you say that? I just knew it. When I was
0: watching it, I went, you know what? AJ's going to love this movie. <laughs> it's going to be really easy to watch. Um, oh,
2: yeah. It was so easy.
0: It's going to be it's yeah. pleasant, uh, charming. <laughs> yes. Well, did uh, none of you put partners through this, did you?
1: No. No. Thank God, no. No, my my, my wife saw bits and pieces while she was doing something else. What did I, she think I, of the
0: bits and pieces?
1: Well, I went out and go look. Look, there's the tower that's shaped shaped like a cock. Check it out. Check yeah. it out. And then she'd be there for like the the talk where the guys, you know, talking about fucking his ass and stuff. And which scene? Uh, which scene was that? Great dialogue. Oh, I think. There's probably the one them. where where the um uh who's the, the the pimp guy? What's his name? Where he he Rogers? Uh, no, no, Correll. No, no, no. No, no. Yeah. No, Rogers no. I'll just give my ass. That's all. That's
3: right. That's all there is to it.
0: Yes, but d- that gets confusing, though. Don't say Rogers, because there's a character called Roger. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and I say fucks. <laughs> Ken, <laughs> <Can>, you pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen, I always wanted to see this. Uh, this. I've seen this poster for my whole life. It's got a very memorable oh. poster with Brad, uh, Brad Davis as Quarel in his sailor suit, and it would be—it's a real ultimate art house poster. I mean, I put this on the same category as there'd be another poster on people, the same wall. It would be this and Betty Blue. Those two films would be ultimate like university eighties university student uh, decoration, you know. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad I saw it. So well. Like, firstly, let's put it in order. What do we got? World on a wire, Ali Feidt, Soul, and Querell. What What's the ordering here?
1: From from best to worst, or worst
0: to best? <laughs> yeah? But well, what, what you liked? Just just figure it out and tell me.
2: <laughs> what are you waiting for,
1: AJ? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Ali was my favourite. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: um, this one, oh, oh, there's some good points. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know which one's second and third. Maybe this <laughs> is second know? for length.
1: Yes. I, I would say Ali is number one for me. I like that one the most. Mm. Then Corell. then yeah. World on a Wire, I think.
0: I, I wish so I, I wish I could blow your minds and say, like, I love Quarel, my favorite movie. <laughs> 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 I wish I could do that, but I can't. no, no, I'm with you guys, yeah. Ali Pice the soul is definitely superior. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think about world on a wire, but but i I don't know. this it's hard to put in, in order because. This movie was um, – I was surprisingly into it. Like I thought it was going to be – I mean, it was tough. It was a tough watch. But the moment it, it was over, I was I'm thinking about it a lot. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. It does. Look, Imagine yeah. seeing this on the big screen. It would be life-changing.
1: Well, I, mm. I, think, I think films like this – you it, you would have a much, I think, a much better experience seeing it on the big screen because you were just overwhelmed by the look of it, I think. Yes. Whereas you see it on a TV and, I don't know, maybe I could get a bigger TV and it would make a difference, but, you know. I think this movie's better than Moulin Rouge. <laughs> well, I, I think it's more memorable. Like, I can't I can't really remember yeah. much about Moulin
0: Rouge. Like it got me thinking about it because the way I'll get into the <laughs> synopsis in a second, but the, the 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 way you're meant to do a film like this is have rather banal dialogue, a complete uh, merged, or uh, sort of melded with a completely outrageous visual style. You know, I think those they go together beautifully. It actually it was like Crash in that way because Crash has got similar stark. Despicable dialogue.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And um, you know, so I feel. I feel like a good. I'm thinking of all the good doubles lately. Crash and Quarell would be a great double. It would just be a night of <laughs> buggery. And watery, yeah. And, and, and actually, you could call it bugger it. it uh, <laughs> bugger it, Quorel <laughs> and Crash. Let's do it.
3: Um, Have you been in Brest before? Feria. Right. That's the name of the
0: place. Why did you come here? Got a little business to take care of. I'm looking for a customer. Opium?
3: Yeah, that's right. I didn't realize what the perfect alibi a naval career provides. (laughs) It justifies celibacy and never the true love.
0: See the solitude My friendship with you makes me Happy You're not a human being You don't belong to this earth Alright Here's what happened The story follows a handsome sailor Called Quarel, played by Brad Davis Of Midnight Express fame As his ship pulls into the harbour of Brest A town that is known for its famous brothel Called the Ferrier this establishment is run by Lysiane, played by Jean Moreau, who has her hands full with her husband Nono, who works behind the bar, and her lover Robert, who also happens to be Quarel's brother. Nono is juiced into the semier side of breast and is protected by his friend Mario, who is also who is a leather wearing police captain, who sort of hangs out <laughs> uh, at the brothel. After a quick family reunion with Robert, Quarel is introduced to Nono. With the view to doing some business together, uh, and our sailor Quarel uh, has got some opium that he needs to offload, and uh, Quarel does the, de- the deal uh, shortly after that, and in a moment of homoerotic madness, slits the throat of his accomplice Vic, who I think is also one of his uh, co-workers on the ship. Quarel makes it known to Nono that he wants to bed his wife Lysiane, which, as anyone knows, means he needs to play dice with Nono. The stakes are high. If Quarelle wins, he gets Lysian. If, uh, if Nono wins, he gets to sodomize Quarell before he can bed Lysian. <laughs> okay. That's the deal. We all know the deal. Mm. Quarelle loses on purpose and is roundly buggered by Nono. Nono gloats about nailing Quarell to his brother Robert, to Quarelle's brother, and he and, and Quarelle engage in a brotherly fistfight. Coral spreads the love, becoming the Sian's lover and getting nailed by Mario, the police chief, for good measure. A local builder called Gil, who looks exactly like Corel's brother, Robert, kills a fellow employee who's sort of been sexually harassing him at work. After that, he goes on the lam, hiding out in an abandoned prison with the help of his friend, Roger. And Gil and Roger have an interesting, interesting connection. Roger is infatuated by Gil, and Gil can't stop talking about how he wants to nail Roger's sister, who looks like <laughs> Roger. The young Roger sets up a meeting between Quarell and Gil, uh, with Quarell saying he wants to help help Gil escape. Quarell and Gil also have an interesting connection. Quarell has fallen for Gil, who bears a striking resemblance, resemblance to his brother Robert. Quarell gives Gil a tip, he says that his ship's captain, uh, the Lieutenant Seblon, travels with wads of cold hard cash, and so Gill comes up uh, on the man and robs him. Quarel sets Gil up uh, with a ticket out of town, but then betrays him to the police, basically framing him for the drug deal murder uh, earlier in the film. Lieutenant Seblon reveals his love for Quarel, despite knowing that he's a killer and a schemer, the film ends with the two men kissing and returning to their ship presumably to have more charming adventures. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so we saw the same movie. I'm glad. I was I was getting worried.
0: <laughs> Were you worried that it was a, that you'd watched the wrong movie?
2: I was worried that I watched something and I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> But I remember all of those events.
0: So uh-huh. Isn't that interesting, though, <laughs> that you can watch a movie and and because I've had that experience too, where they they, they they appear like satellites, these scenes, and then and they don't sort of hang. In some films, they don't hang together as a. In Ali, mm. you can follow the story and and it sort of co- cohesively holds together. Whereas because something about the the dialogue and the delivery in this, they do seem like like satellites. So it's hard to get momentum
1: going. In the story, Mm. you 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 could probably jumble the order of some of these scenes and it wouldn't wouldn't matter, you know. No, no, it wouldn't. So my
0: question is, uh, well, I knew it was going to be a special movie when the ship pulls in and one of the sailors says, "Broad's juicy cunts, hot and wet."
3: (laughs) Finally, land. (laughs) And broads, juicy cunts, hot and wet. Have you been in breast before? Why? 'Cause they got the ranchiest whorehouse in the world. Feria, right. That's the name of the place.
1: The, the problem is we never see these juicy broads. Well, you know well that's the problem. Well, that, not question is:
0: where are all the women like yeah. in 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 uh, breast and? Even in the whorehouse, which you because they make a big point, they're like, "Oh, it's the hottest whorehouse in the world," and you go, "Yeah, well, for a hot whorehouse, yeah. it certainly has a lot of gay <laughs> sex in it, and not much women." Like it was, it's it was. I mean, yeah, really
1: militant, militantly gay. <laughs> but that's, I, I think that you know i've got a few questions around sort of go, some go, of the, go, go, go. the gay thing and i think this baby taps into a bit of that like um so hang on let me just look at my notes here
2: i'm looking forward to this yeah. no no so
1: so the so the weird sister play so like there's the guy um what's his name gil and he's like he's saying to sort of, roger he says yeah.
0: Oh, if your sister was here Yeah, I would fuck mm. her so good And she looks like you And uh, While he's touching
2: know. his face Yes Yeah, While so they're
1: caressing him. super hard And they're caressing and they're touching each other mm, But then mm. he's talking about the sister the whole What's time What's the question? And mm. so, 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 I don't know what the question is It's confusing because it's like <laughs> Is he, you know, is this just a game they're playing Or does he really want to fuck the sister Or is he bisexual It's just like really no, kind it's just mates It's just mates It's just mates <laughs>
2: pushing up against each other (laughs) we're not gay not that there's anything wrong with that
1: so but then there's also this strange code that gets talked about like you you can't you can't fuck a guy unless you're in love with him but you can bend over and get fucked by a dude you know i feel like i feel like we need a gay guy on this episode as a consultant you know
0: yes the lived experience (laughs) We can say what's the difference between being a top and a bottom because you're a Cause you're, a... Yeah, because cause Ricky's a head, So presumably, <laughs> unless he's really kinky He's he's <laughs> he's a top You know, unless that's the only way he does it He says, like, I'm a bottom But you're in a hit trade, <laughs> I know, I know, it's yeah. weird You <laughs> know? Oh, you
3: know I really want to make it with your sister Can you imagine how I'd fuck her if I held her like I'm holding you now? Gilles you Gilles, Gilbert Turco, Paul You haven't been working too long as a mason And you often lose your temper She really turns me on Man, would I screw her You got the same chops You got the same eyes Betty, you're not her
0: So, alright, yeah Well, I mean, look, yeah, that's, that's not good I don't, know, I don't know what to say about that I mean, they need to just come out and say what they mean Instead of having to dance around, but maybe that's the point. It's because presumably the book was written a million years ago when they had needed codes and they needed, you know, mm. reasons. Yes, sure. You yeah. know what I mean? But mm. I mean, this is just unabashedly grimy as well. <laughs> mm.
1: Yes. And yeah, yeah, it's interesting what you say about the Whorehouse. Like, you know, mm. Nono's wife is supposed to be this amazing hooker. Like, where's the evidence of mm. that? I want to see the evidence, you know. <laughs> What do you mean? you needed to be a ten? What do you mean? She doesn't need to be a ten. She just needs to like you know, there's so much gay sex, like but yeah. then and they talk about this amazing whorehouse and then there's no there's no heterosexual sex happening at all. I know, mm. I know. It seems And she like...
2: hates the gays.
0: <laughs> no, she's not she into does. it. <laughs> yeah. But don't you think that putting Jean Moreau in this movie and her character, it is I mean, this is it, it is uh, a Guantanamo Bay torture. Like you're just getting a chick, <laughs> and then just walking around her and saying anyway, and looking at her while you kiss other guys, and yeah. saying, "I love." Oh yes, hello, my my, my lovely wife. Uh, or you're just with some guy, and like <laughs> you know, like everyone's gaslighting her and saying, "Oh, you're so hot." Anyway, mm. anyway. What I definitely don't want to do is be railed by your husband. And then they do the the dice and then then Quarell, like, forces himself to lose and goes, darn it, darn it.
1: (laughs) But then then the other weird thing is Quarell is like he he gets really offended when people think he's been fucked by a dude, you know, when he's obviously down for it. (laughs) DTF. (laughs) So I, that's 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 the other confusing element. Like like he gets so angry when someone suggests that that he's been you know taken up the ass that he's willing to like slit their, <laughs> slit their throat and shit. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, it's
1: a complex tapestry mm. of <laughs> ideas.
0: You know, like it's gay porn. Not that there's anything wrong. Well, with Well, yes. Before we get too far into it, uh, someone else from SciBoob Cinema worked on this movie uh, in the adaptation of some of the either the French some of the French stuff or I don't know what in what capacity. It said Adaptation, I think, or something like that. Catherine Brelet of Fat Girl, she Ooh. worked on this. Makes total, total sense. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, imagine saying that I worked on Fast Pinner's last movie. Do you think about mm. Fat Girl? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So Ricky thinks about Max
1: Monomore, you think about <laughs> Fat Girl. <laughs> Very good. Oh, that's great. So just just uh, some uh, boring factoids. Oh. Uh, Carell sold more than a hundred thousand tickets in the first three weeks after its release in Paris. That was the first time that a film with a gay theme had achieved such success.
2: But he's dead now. Then he's dead. Then right?
1: Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he see died it. before it came out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's a bit Kirk cobain like.
1: Yes. yes. Maybe that contributed to to it, you know, like people mm. wanted to see his last film. What a yeah. finish though. I mean, this is an epic finish.
0: <laughs> like this is this is
2: Interesting choice of words. Cuz people sort of
0: hated it as well. Like like it got, you know, we can get into the reviews later, but it's it's it seemed it's, it's troubled, you know, like it's not you know, he wouldn't have liked the reviews. Then again, maybe he didn't care. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, he was so young when he died. 37 or so um and you know i mean he just didn't have anything left you know not i'm not an expert but it just seemed after everything we'd seen like but but the mind does bog i wonder where he would have gone because this movie's so stylized he would have be, he he sort of did the fellini but he did it in mm. a really compressed amount of time so you know felini we start with these neorealist films and in very early fast minute which we haven't done is just black and white and him and his friends who ended up, most of them all, you know, being you know, hanging around. Uh, and then by, by now, by Quarel, we are in a studio. It's big. It's, it's outrageous. They're, they're not even, it's really stylized. It's like, uh, I mean, uh, who knows what he would have done with another 10 years.
2: Yeah, he's fascinating.
0: Yeah. And, and just this has got to be the most out there in terms of the sexuality as well. Like we touch on it in his earlier stuff. This is really out there. Mm. I mean, no nose, like spitting on on on.
2: That was amazing.
0: What did you think of that?
2: I thought that that was graphic, very graphic.
0: Do you know the? <laughs> That's a memory the, burn. That's a memory the, burn. The look of the film, the lighting of the film, and that moment reminds me of another filmmaker, Gaspar Noé. So, who mm. did Climax and um irreversible. So similar lighting and the, and the I reckon um I'm almost 100% sure he would love this movie and he would love Jean Genet
1: too.
0: Absolutely. Mm. Pigman.
1: <laughs> so uh, what do you think of the fighting in this film? It it reminds me a lot of the fighting in in the Michael Jackson video clip. Is it is it beat it or bad is that this fighting <laughs> that's really Yes. Shitty fighting. I hate to use this term, but gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Just really <laughs> well, it is
0: no, it's it's like Tobias Funke uh, in mm. Arrested Development. It's his him and his street cast. <laughs> <tuffs. laughs> you know? Like there's a lot of west side story vibes going on in the mm. in the oh, fighting. Yes. Jump. Yeah. Like, like my favorite bit is uh Roger and Gil having their little their little fight and then roger just jumping into his arms and and wrapping his legs around gil like fully Mm -hmm. you know
3: yeah
1: yeah that 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 was yeah that was another weird confusing mixture of fighting and like masculine fighting and And foreplay. yeah fighting and Mm -hmm. sexing yeah yeah which i which i quite i quite you know i thought that was quite interesting (laughs) not not that i'm gay or anything
2: (laughs) when i'm gay not that there's
0: anything wrong it's, with yeah, it. it's good. I mean, it's, it's good. It's <laughs> Not that to, to say no wrong
2: homo. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I
0: mean,
1: I have many gay friends. My father's gay. <laughs>
2: no homo. I loved it. No homo. I mean, it's fine if
1: that's
3: who you are.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so many bits I like in this movie, I don't know where to start. So the Franco Nero, who was the original Django, he played the captain or mm. the lieutenant. And um, I, I really loved his performance. He was stoic and handsome, and the fact that he was he was a total punk for Corel and was really great. But there's this really wonderful scene where he's just sort of like, well, he's looking through the window at Corel and everything when he's in the uh, brothel. But then there's another scene where he's on he's out on his own shore leave, and he's just doing a bit of chalk graffiti, drawing dicks.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's drawing big hard dicks on the wall on the stone, <laughs> big balls, and then saying like, want, "I want big cocks" or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's so good because we don't see what he's writing, and and you wonder is he is he oh is he like I don't know. Drawing a treasure map? Is he? <laughs> is he putting instructions? He's a captain. It must be some some. He's leaving a message for for someone, a spy or something. And no, it's just a dick, like a full naked gun <laughs> joke. You
2: <know>? Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> like when Frank uh, is standing there in one of the naked guns, and like there's a guy giving the um the the identikit person a, a description, and then <laughs> like I think Frank's going through the art book. And we're seeing like all the stuff that identikit guys drawn. <laughs> it's all sexy <laughs> images and stuff like S and M and stuff like that. <laughs> That's great, oh, great. So anyway, I love that, love all that.
1: It's it's interesting. It it's sort of, it's such a fantastical sort of world. It's like timeless. You you can't really put your finger on what. I mean, you, I guess mm. it's like nineteen early nineteen hundreds or something. But can't be. You know, it, I don't know. There's it's an just,
0: arcade machine. There was, yes.
1: I've got the um, feeling why I loved this movie,
0: is in why I love parts of this movie or, or, or elements of this movie, was because it was, you're right, it was timeless, but it was very, I mean, that it had, they're basically playing Space Invaders or whatever, which meant yeah. the filmmaker is telling you this is now. They're saying that in spirit, this is now. And, the, I mean, I'm the outfits looked very stylized, like gautier style, like sailor suits or whatever, and you know, it did it did have a, it felt like it was made a hundred years earlier or something, mm. but the, there was something I really loved how uh, that it, it ro- rode that line this netherworld between now and the past, you know, mm. um, yeah, just great, yeah. But I love these were studio movies,
2: village people. Costumes. Yeah, we had the
0: drillers <laughs> yes, with the hats. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the builders, yeah. I, yeah. I, th- I thought the production design was great. I just love, I've said it before, I love movies set entirely inside studios because it reminds you there's a link. The moment you do that, you're saying this is The Wizard of Oz, this is MGM, this is old Hollywood, which were all inside studios. It was only later that we're getting out, you know. And so, you know, this links to some of the movies we've seen recently. Uh City of Women's got that big scene in the studio and, I don't know, I just love it, love it when they when they go overboard, you know, um, and create an entire world and you can see. I mean, there's a big, beautiful fake sun in yeah. the background, at the, at the, in, in the back of the, that's in a, frozen in a perfect magic hour. Actually, the whole film happens in magic hour. Mm. The lighting of the film is all yeah. magic hour. It's frozen in time in a moment in time.
1: So why why did Carell, um rat on that guy? Was it was it to, just to 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 get him off the murder charge? Was that Christian, or, or or is he just a psycho? He just got off on the fact that he he dobbed that guy in.
0: Well, it yeah, it's hard to. I'm not too sure because the performance is is quite dry. So, which is nice. I mean, it makes it mysterious. Uh, mm. but, but Janae, I think, doesn't mind people being morally questionable. So remember, and, and Michael Haneke, another modern filmmaker, would love it as well. He'd go, yeah, that's great. Like, you know, he would just love a ca- the lead character doing a dreadful thing. But, but then again, an understandable thing because you're like, well, he doesn't want to go to jail. So it's just that we're so used to Ray Skywalker and all these other losers who just follow the script. They just go, anyway, I'm the best person in the universe. I'm the the nicest person. I've never done anything wrong. Whereas this guy is like, it's all messed up. He wants to nail his brother. You know, he he sets up a guy, you know, he kills some guy who, who was his accomplice. And then I guess it's all tied up with his sexuality as well. Like you know, he can't he can't have Gil. He's fallen in love with Gil, and Gil looks like his brother. And he and he knows on some level that that isn't on. So Gil's got to go for two reasons. One, um, it it's sort of incest, incestuous, and two, it uh, gets him out of out of a jam. You know.
1: Yeah. But then, then, then the tarot card reader at the end of the movie goes, "Oh." you don't have a brother which was a weird twist as well like
0: oh god i don't even know if i heard that
1: that's like I'm that's so kind confused. of a big moment and she's laughing at uh yeah. at robert going you don't have a brother you don't have a brother which was mm. weird
3: ha <laughs> ha with you. I was wrong. You haven't got a brother. You understand? I made a mistake. You hear me? You haven't got a brother. He hasn't got a brother at all.
0: Well, follow that through. Is there a is there a way that Quorrel is not, not there?
1: You mean doesn't exist? Like,
0: yeah. I don't
3: know. Mm.
1: It's just confusing. It's just another layer of the onion.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: All right. Well, what about Net- Nono's taunting of Robert about <laughs> how, he, how he nailed Quorrel,
2: <laughs> and that he could nail him, but he doesn't want to.
0: Yeah, because he said that to the cop as well. He's like, "Yeah, you mm. know, like." Oh, he, he said again. This was just the lady protesting too much. You know, it was like it's so many times people were just like, "Anyway, I don't care about that. I don't care about you." And they do like that's what they want. He wants to fuck Roberts. What definitely what he yeah. wants, yeah, yeah. You know, but he said, "I don't even. I can't even quote it, uh, Ricky the line that he said. It's too much.
1: Yeah, it's too much." <laughs> Do you want want me to quote it?
0: Do it. No, I feel like it's uh, more befitting of you.
1: I'll I'll just play it. you just play it? I'll cut it in. Yeah.
2: It's none of
3: my fucking business. But you're not going to make me believe you fucked Carell. I swear. I fucked him in the ass. And when I pulled my cock out, it was covered with shit, if you want to know. I've done it with all of them. Damn near all of them. Except for you. I never wanted you. Understand? This way I can say my wife slept with nothing but assholes. You're the only exception. I don't know why. I think we could have made it, but I just didn't want to. You don't interest me in the least. You don't. You're not any uglier than the others. I'm just not interested.
0: So what's your... uh, Okay, it's dreadful stuff. So, what's your read of the music? Because you were very critical of uh, Marlene and Dietrich uh, impression in "Well Done on Wire." So, we've got some other songs here.
1: Well, I, I, I'm not a fan of the songs, the songs, but the, the music in in general is quite quite impactful. You know, you've got that strange choir pad that happens whenever you get the the um oh.
3: yeah the, the text that comes
1: up from time to time mm. uh, is quite is quite effective and strange and. Mysterious and, and there's like and, an Eric Serra
0: um, chimes going on. I, I, when I, saw, I wondered if there was a Gaumont, because when I saw the Gaumont logo at the beginning, like, I'm like, oh, this is Eric Serra, who's like um, Luc Besson's yeah. composer. I always think would, of. Would he
1: be a bit young? He'd be a bit young for this.
0: Movie. Well, no, because he did well. He did uh, the Big Blue, which came out in the same era um, okay. and had a similar sort of thing. But actually, I don't know who did the music. I'm embarrassed. I don't know who did the music for this movie. Oh,
1: look it up. But I will say the two songs, which is uh, Each Man Kills the Thing He Loves and Young and Joyful Bandit were nominated to the 1984 Razzie Awards for Worst Original Song. (laughs) Each
0: man kills the thing he loves. There you go. It's into the head.
2: Yeah, it
0: does. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So is it warmed on you now? No. No.
1: I, I just don't understand understand cabaret. You know, it's like as an art form. You know, it's like I don't understand camp. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I know. I know. And that's someone who like, I love camp in. Like, are you being served? Yeah. Mm. I just hate the 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 stage version of it. You know, mm. sometimes. So anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> music was up again, but uh, (laughs) overall, I was confused by the, yeah, the dual role of the brother and Gil. Mm. Yes.
1: Well, I actually didn't notice that they were the same actor until I watched it the second time. Great performance then. There you go. Yeah.
0: Too good. The performance was too good. We didn't Mm. know. So I was like, what the hell's happening? Yeah. Did you Mm. pick
1: it the first time?
0: No. No, I was confused as all Get Out throughout the whole film.
1: Mm. Um but, but
0: but then once I saw it I I get it all now I'm like yeah okay I get it I I can follow it you know mm.
2: um yeah
1: again it's another it's another uh, I think Fellini was like this like the story itself is just really basic you know mm. but then the way it's told with these sort of layers of narrative that make it confusing and mysterious and you know maybe challenging as well you know
0: but I mean, look, I don't do much hunting around on Netflix, so I, I don't know if I can be so, you know, um, definitive about it. But I, I mean, I feel like I would know if there was a film like this that people were talking about. You know yeah. what I mean on Netflix, like 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 a modern so. film. You know what I mean? Like, well, I do hmm. know about some of them when they when they come out every now and then, like Holy Motors or something, which is a very weird. Uh, movie very very strange Lynchian sort of movie. And when they come out, or Gaspar Noé's films, I hear about them. Mm-hmm. I don't, but they're made for the cinema. Those movies, world, mm. they're world movies made for the cinema. Uh, yeah. The two mm. I just mentioned, uh, the film, I A-
1: and they, and they're European too, aren't they? Like um, I'm thinking mm. of uh, Benedetta. You
0: know, yes, yes. There's no way this this is an American movie. Like you know, they're too hot under the collar about <laughs> about sex. Yeah. You know, see the. So it's either too little or too much, you know. Whereas this is a whole other thing. Like, and and let's be real, this isn't a. I mean, this. I'm guessing this is a vision of queerdom that the LGBT crowd would not be into. Like, what's great about Jean Genet and Fassbinder is their embracing of of transgression and perversion. Like this, like the the dudes in this. I mean, there's there's.
1: They're perverts. Not
0: that
2: there's anything wrong
0: with
1: it. I, I think I think the, the male gay community would love this film. Of course, they love it judging, of... judging by the IMDb <laughs> reviews, okay, they again,
0: love it. we keep it one hundred. I'm gonna be real with you, okay? I tell my wife all the time. I say, and I'm gonna show her this movie as an example. I say, I say, I I wish every day I was gay because then I would. Do you know what I would do? I would create. Uh, quarrel around me i just have big stone dongs other dudes we'd be none of this you know mucking around and we'd just be dtf all the time
2: so i've heard this speech at least five times it's true
0: though it's true (laughs) women women are in the way they're in the way of what needs to happen If I was, you'd, you'd be fucking at the ga- gym constant. Yeah, of course you would. And you wouldn't be a big deal. You'd just go anyway and you wouldn't have to be best friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. You'd just
1: get it done and move and on. Anywhere, so, anyhow, in the bathroom. Yeah. Just anywhere, <laughs> outside of the car, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
0: So, yeah, I feel like this is the ultimate. So if I was, uh, no, but that's the thing. This movie's not about being gay. It's about male sexuality.
2: Not that there's anything wrong with it. Mm, definitely.
0: It's not about being gay. Hmm. Like it's the it's the it's the darkness of male sexuality. I think really really comes out here. I
3: mean, I have many gay friends. My father's gay. Because
0: people are like, oh, your lived experience. It's like, um, I, I think I understand what it means to be gay. You know, I don't understand the the oppression, but I understand what they what they what they want, because you know, in many ways, we want the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Is it time? Yes, it's time.
3: Hey
0: Jay, it's keeper or creeper. Uh, okay, so a couple of couple of real peaches for oh. you. Let's start with Brad Davis as Quarel. So, 30s incredible physique let's get that out of the way i think i think yeah. he's got a, an incredible physique Re- perfect physique i look at it and go wow uh, sort of that great line between jacked and athletic mm. he's a sailor he's a sailor so look f- he's he's got that f- that fifo lifestyle now so mm. if true. um if you're from overseas that's fly in fly out it just means he's a shift worker you know he's not he's not going to hang around all the time so he's got that binge and purge sort of mindset but I think this works for some people, so you've got to think about that. Now he's not gay.
1: Not that there's anything wrong with that.
0: So I don't know if you're thinking he was—he's no. definitely not gay.
1: I mean, I have many gay friends. My father's gay.
0: I'm just saying. No, he's definitely not gay. I'm just saying he's not gay. There's no reason why a man can't lose a bet on purpose in order to get taken from behind by another strong man. Mm. If he's still there for you, what's the difference? I say. Well,
2: he's but, got a beautiful um, penis.
0: <laughs> That does get mentioned. I'm glad you brought that up.
2: Great detail. Uh,
0: yeah, there is a lot of talk about his penis. So, his prick. you've got that review. You can add to your your thinking here. He's also a poet. Uh, he's good with words. I think you know. Sometimes he might give you a bit of postmodern French intellectualism while mm. you're dancing, and other times he'll say, "No kissing. I'll just give my ass." <laughs>
1: you could peg him aj
2: yeah maybe
1: <laughs> so, and anyway that's all there just
0: a few other small things um done a bit of drug, drug running um mm. maybe a little violent uh he's framed up an innocent guy for a crime he, he himself committed <laughs> so don't worry about that that's all okay. Neither here nor there Next up, uh Gunther Kaufman as no no. Yes. So different energy. <laughs> you know, I picked that. I always <laughs> like to give you a, 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 a choice. Mm. Big muscle bound hunk, real muscle bound hunk.
1: 80s wrestler. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes, of yes, that 80s wrestler.
1: Mm. POC, so
0: you know, um, that's important. Got that that uh that BIPOC energy, which is um mm. You know, which is important now. Like, you know, I mean, that could, that could work for you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, he's good friend. He's Look, we don't see quarrel with many friends, whereas this guy, he's got a friend. He's got a good friend, Mario the cop. That's true. Leather-wearing cop. Okay, that's his friend. Um, he's a loyal husband, so he's going to let you do you mm. and doesn't mind if you've got to get yours taken care of.
2: Yeah, he's quite progressive, really.
0: Well, he is progressive, and he's just got a little bit of a deal going for himself. Basically, if someone says that they want to be your lover, he plays dice with them, and if they win, the affair proceeds, and if they lose, he takes their bum. So, yeah. I
2: not think there's anything wrong
0: with that. <laughs> I don't know. It's 2023. Maybe that's great. I don't that's know. That's right. We'll yeah.
2: I think that's, yeah. that's...
0: <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's something. It's something. <laughs> so look, we've got two very different guys. Quarrel, no, no, that's what we got. AJ, talk to me. Come on.
2: Okay, so no, no has his. <laughs> I am DB. Picture is yes. magnificent, and I'll send it to the group chat later. Okay. Um, <laughs> amazing. He, I liked his vibe. He was, he was a real daddy. He was, he's, he was there. He didn't fuck around. <laughs> I liked that vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, Quarrels, oh, I don't know. Is he a bit of a bitch? Well, yeah. Well, he's he's a bo- like not mm. in the bottom. No, way, I know what you mean. Like he's, like he's, he's a he's
0: fucking bottom. Annoying. So you don't, you can, you don't have to see. You, you're saying like he's a bottom, but he's not just a bottom. He's a bitch, yeah. which is different because you could be a power bottom.
2: That's right. That's right. That's what I mean. Yeah, but like, he's I a soft don't know. He's just a bit. Oh, I, I'm not feeling his vibe. What do you Sorry, think of I'm
0: his smile when he smiles at yeah, oh, no. Creeper? Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm just okay. calling it. All right. I'm creeper.
2: Just Creeper. That's like, yeah, I didn't love his character. I didn't. He was not a likable character.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. All right. And No No, what do we
1: got here? No
2: No, he's got mad props. I, I'm digging No <laughs> ki- ki- No. Keeper? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Keeper, but not, not full Creeper.
0: What? It, There's no third uh,
2: option. <laughs> it's either keeper or creeper.
0: Imagine that. There's a third I'm, option.
2: I'm gonna have to say creeper, but, but I'm digging it somewhat. And
0: you can you can it can be a a, a um like a regretful creeper. He doesn't have to be. You know, yeah, you can okay. say, look, I'll he's a creeper, that. but I but I wish he could just but sort I himself like out.
2: Yeah. What would you
0: change if you could? The Gay sex, maybe. not that
2: there's anything yeah, wrong with that. That didn't even bother me that much. <laughs> actually, actually, the beats of sweat did <laughs> like that's gonna be a part of my memory for a long time.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, every film, every great film gives you uh, a gift, and I feel <laughs> that that was the gift of this movie. That yeah. was its contribution, me.
2: yes, moaning, yes. yeah. Yes. Maybe it was the moaning. Maybe I'm put off by the moaning.
0: The moaning, um Correll's moaning was he was given it hundred and ten and it was very oh, realistic. It was yep. like so realistic. He was going like oh like really guttural like, <laughs> loved it. He loved it. was
2: in there. It's right. happening.
1: Ooh, so that's a creeper sweep then. Creeper sweep.
2: Yeah, unfortunately. Sorry, no no. Creepers, creepers,
1: Where did you get those okay, well, it's time for some trivia. So the film was selected to screen uh, in competition at the Venice Film Festival in 1982. Now, that year, the golden lion for best film went to Wim Wenders' The State of Things. Uh, this was uh, much to the disapproval of French director um Marcel Carney, who withdrew as president of the jury after releasing this following statement. Whilst being president of the jury, I would love to express my disappointment in not having been able to convince my colleagues to place Fassbender's quarrel among the winners. As a matter of fact, I found myself alone in defending the movie. Nevertheless, I keep on thinking that, although controversial, Fassbender's final movie, Want It or Not, Love It or Hate It, will one day find its place in the history of cinema.
0: Yeah, great. I agree with all that. Mm was very good.
1: Now, reportedly, the source novelist did not see the film and he said this was because you can't smoke at the movies. French. <laughs> so, <laughs> Love it. Ultimate French. Yep. Yeah. So he's never seen a movie? Is that?
0: Look, he's French. He didn't give a fuck. He's yeah. out, you know. I mean, his book, Our Lady of the Flowers, was mad. Uh, I got onto it because John Waters recommended it. And he said, yeah, and and it was, yeah, it's just guys in prison, yeah, having sex and. <laughs>
1: Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that.
0: Doing all the same stuff. Talking mm. about, like, murder and sex and death and, and all that. Mm. Good mm. times.
1: Yeah. So I've got some Fassbender trivia. So Fassbender died in 1982 at the age of 37. And this was from a lethal cocktail of cocaine and barbiturates. Um, His career lasted less than two decades, but he was extremely prolific. So Between 1967 and 1982, he completed over 40 films, 24 plays, two television serials, three short films, and four video productions, winning five of the most prestigious prizes for feature film in Germany, including the Golden Bear and multiple German Film Awards. Um, his premature death is often considered the end of the new uh, German cinema time frame. Mm.
2: I want a movie. I want a good bio. I want to know everything about this guy.
1: But there is a there is a biopic
0: about him. Yes. So I saw a trailer for it. Yeah. Well, it's probably in German, I think. Mm. Has it been made? Or Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. I sent you guys a trailer while back. It was a while back. I sent it to oh. Don't freak out. But, yeah, there is a fast-binder biopic.
1: So in order to support herself and her child, Fassbender's mother took in boarders and found employment as a German to English translator. So when she was working, she often sent her son, Fassbender, to the cinema to pass time. So later in life, he claimed that he saw at least one film a day, sometimes as many as four per day. And during this period, his mother was often away uh, from Fassbender as well for long periods while she recuperated from tuberculosis. So in his mother's absence, Fassbinder was looked after by his mother's tenants and friends. As he was often left alone, he became used to independence and thus became a juvenile delinquent.
2: Wow.
3: Sad.
1: Yeah. So it it sounds like he had a bit of a traumatic upbringing. His dad sort of divorced his mum and moved to a different city. And so Fassbinder sort of had little parental supervision and sort of, I guess, today's equivalent would be, you know, mum would give you unfettered access to the smartphone or the tablet mm. or something and you would just do that all day you know
0: but i guess you don't know, want like psychoanalyse too much but it it always it did seem like he needed a family around him like he did mm. create this he did yeah friends and lovers and ex-lovers and ex-friends all still working together in this this carousel of booze and and,
1: and mm. gay sex aj I mean, I have many gay friends. My father's gay. Yep. You said it. <laughs> mm. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no homo. Is that it, Ricky? Or... That's it. That's my trip. That's heaps. That's some
0: great stuff. No, that's good. I think that, the, the yeah, well, I'll come back to my final point at the end maybe. So uh, heavens to Bechtel, it's that it's that Me Too meter. First, uh, we've got to do the Bechtel test as always. The Bechtel test, informal way to evaluate, evaluate bias against women in films and other media. A work is said to pass the Bechtel test if it has two named women who talk to each other about something other than other than a man. There is one named woman in this mm. story, Lysiane. So the test is forfeit immediately. Uh, she also mainly talks about uh, her lovers, which are men who love other men. So, mm. um, so fuck you is all I'd say to Fassbinder for that. From Bechtel to you, Fassbinder. Okay, <laughs> breast. Uh, so this city, apart from no, no, might just be the widest port city in the world. Uh, this movie might be heralded as a queer masterpiece, but all I could think about was all of the black and brown hunks who never got their shot to be in this charming love story. The only consolation <laughs> was that in many ways, No-No did to Quarel what the white man has been doing to minorities since the
1: dawn of man. <laughs> charming love story.
2: I, can I expand on this? I, I feel <laughs> <Absolutely>. like No-No. No-No. <laughs> Was a a bit less eye candy than the other weeks. Like, there was just like that chef in, um, (laughs) what was that, World on a Wire? (laughs) Just random chef with his top off. Like, at least Nono was a character.
0: (laughs) No, in World on a Wire, I, I picked the, um, it was, uh, Einstein. The, the guy in the in
1: the simulation. Yeah, no,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> no but I am saying, like, at least No No had a bit of substance this yeah. time.
1: Whereas all all the black people in World on a Wire were just were yeah. just token. Oh,
2: sorry. No, yeah.
0: I got lost for a second.
2: I hear what sorry. you're
1: saying.
0: You're saying yeah. that um, yes, that that No No was a was a three dimensional character.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: I hear what you're saying, <laughs> and that's so a fine defense. Fine defence of the white cishet patriarchy. Okay, Uh, let's get this out of the way right now. It's time for gays to lean out. I'm thinking of kicking them out of the alphabet soup altogether. They're basically hetero, and yet they are the second letter. Think about that. What the hell for? There's just as much sodomy and straight porn these days. They are not kinky or objectionable enough to hold that position. So piss off, gays, I say. If Quarell was indeed a queer masterpiece, there would be at least one furry or non-binary woman with a husband and child. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of women, did anyone notice that Lysiane, the strong female business owner, was just totally ignored in this movie? Firstly, sex work is real work, and yet we spend all our time with a bunch of white gays all banging each other. And I hope you all noticed the offensive production design. We saw endless scrawled images of cock and balls. There were even shafts etched in the glass. And to top it all off, there are these huge stone penis columns adorning the town of Brest that catapult this movie into an unabashed celebration of misogyny. I bet you all looked at those big hard shafts and thought what I thought, the last thing I'd want is a rock-hard sculpture of an erect member staring me in the face every day. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that.
1: I mean, it's fine if that's who you are. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: The biggest crime in this movie is definitely that women seen and unseen are used as props or beards in the lives of these flaming homosexuals. Gil graphically tells Roger about how he wants to fuck his sister and also about how much Roger looks like his sister and wonders what it would be like if he fucked Roger like he wants to fuck his sister. (laughs) Similarly, Quirrell uses Lysian uh, in a similar fashion. Uh, He makes a big show about wanting to start an affair with a woman but then shows more interested in getting nailed by her husband. No, no. So... I mean, that's just a little grab bag for you. I feel like mm. I could have written a dissertation on this one.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: What do we reckon out of ten?
1: I, I don't know. I, I think I think it would get a pass just because it would be branded as part of that queer cinema thing. Even though Fassbinder <laughs> you know, would, would would not recognize that that term. He would see it as a as a gay slur, but it, it would yeah. just be couched under that. Under that title, and then it would, it would play festivals. Yes,
0: I, I think you're right, and the, I think the fact that the men have women in their lives allegedly, mm. but are having sex with 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 uh, other men, I think that this would be embraced by these these people, these modern people who who are just endlessly thinking about this stuff. They just go, oh, that's so great. That's what it feels. That's what it feels like. And you go, mm. what, what feels like? And you know,
1: like, uh, whereas Fast Bender was clearly gay, in wrestling with it, mm. so I, I, I still think that that inside these people would walk away from a screening at some queer cinema festival, being disappointed that there weren't more lesbians, weren't more transgender, weren't more you know people. Well, of they don't colour. care about lesbians, but they they. Well, that's true. Yeah.
0: Well, the only strike against this movie is its is its maleness. It's incredibly mm. male, so which is inherently bad, as we know. So I don't know how you square that. Like, it's mm. just the biggest celebration of men and mm. men's interests. Cock and balls, mainly. Not
3: that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. No.
0: <laughs> <So. laughs>
2: Imagine carrying chalk around so you could just randomly put a chalk on the I want uh, to. I know.
0: <laughs> it would make people's day if you did that. All right. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I can't give it a, you know, I feel like it would be a five, a confused five mm. out of ten. Yeah. Like yeah. People yeah. would be like, oh, they're like, I'm annoyed, but, uh you know, like they just. Yeah,
1: but I've been told it's a queer masterpiece. Yeah, it's a queer. The Guardian oh. said
0: it's a queer masterpiece. So, and they've said, "Oh, Vassbinder's oh, back." You know, it's it's been it's been forty years since Vassbinder's queer masterpiece Grace to screen, and and it's just as edgy and and relevant as 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 ever. And you go, "Oh, shut up!" You know, <laughs> you idiots. Anyway. <laughs> The boomometer uh, Quantity One confirmed sighting The pictures Of Roger's sister Oh Oh
2: yeah
0: But fleeting Though they may be Still Pleasant uh, And welcome uh, Like a thimble Of sweet nectar Amongst uh, Nothingness However The uh, quality That's the quality uh, uh, yes, uh, overall, it was it was mainly just, um, yeah, dudes and cocks. Mm. <laughs> Drawings of cocks and all that. So, uh, yes.
2: Scribing uh, yeah. cocks.
0: No, no slide whistle this week. So...
2: You get nothing. <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. Okay, we're
1: on to reviews. Uh, Vincent Camby uh, of the New York Times. Oh, was it the New York Times? Uh, maybe. Maybe he's from another publication I can't remember anyway so uh, Carell is a mess and a value and of value mostly for the ways in which it defines the particular strengths and limitations of the most important European European filmmaker of his generation in relation to the great films that mark his short but prolific career Carell is a detour that leads to a dead end in earlier days Fassbinder would have simply moved on to the next project that unfortunately is not now possible and we are stuck more or less With this film as a coda, which Fassbinder never intended. Carell, which opens today at the Cinema Studio, the Manhattan, and the Waverly Theatres, is one of the riskiest films Fassbinder ever made, the result of hundreds of bold choices, some of them intelligent, but almost all of them wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Caddy.
0: Caddy review.
1: So uh, Richard Brody of The New Yorker was much more favourable and says that Corel is a work of bold artistic self-renewal. The teeming cast of characters fight for power and pleasure while decked out in whimsical costumes. The film's literary roots show in florid voiceovers and intertitles. Fassbinder's highlighted manner uh, points to influential paths that he didn't live to take. Mm. Mm. They're my reviews. They're great,
0: great reviews. Well, I think, um, for me, the takeaway with with this guy is always, you know, like don't flame out but fucking stop being such a lazy prick all your life. You know what I mean? Like this guy did a lot. A
1: lot.
0: You could do do, uh, one-sixteenth of what he did. he's
1: He's got Arnie energy.
0: Yes. That's what he's got. Sleep faster, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think for me it's just getting inspired to to definitely to be prolific but don't get into the drugs and all that. That's dumb. Or well, the cock. Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> well, maybe that was his secret. What if that was his secret? <laughs> They're Sieg like, power. what keeps you going? What keeps you going? And he's like, me and the cock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he yes, was getting yeah. a fair bit. Yeah. He was an ugly man though.
0: Did you say he was an ugly man?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Pigish,
0: yeah, he was, you know, and he had. Um, me and him have very similar beards, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, if I grew a beard, it would be like his dirty beard that he has,
1: just wispy and and, yeah. and necky. Cat yeah.
0: weasel, sort of. Yeah, no good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes, we should watch this Enfant Terrible, not a twenty twenty. It's a biopic.
2: I'm definitely watching sure. it.
0: Yeah. I, I think this will be great. He showed it at the Cannes Film Festival, mm. so why not? Um, all right, well, that is Fassbender. We did great. Um, you know, I mean, it's a, a good intro into what's coming after Mano a Mano because I tell you what, I mean, Ricky's been planning this for a while.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a good it's a good segue into uh, to the next month. Yeah, Pride Pride <laughs> Month. <laughs> I'm
0: exhausted already. <laughs> film. Uh, it's, I mean, look, we've got some good films planned, but it's exhausting, isn't it? You know, like it's exhausting. <laughs> when did it become a month? Uh, yes. We never a asked year for, now. But we never asked for a month. And what are we even talking about now? Like, you know, True. like what I mean, it's a different discussion, but like everyone's like, oh, oh, I should be able to get whatever job I want. You go, Yeah, you can. Do you know do you have the skills? Well <laughs> <laughs> no, but I should be running Facebook. And you go, okay, well, um, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, I mean, you live in Palo Alto. There is no, there's no, like, there's no transgressions against LGBT people there. There's not. You know? <laughs> I said it. Someone's got to say, say it. Say it. You, you live in Silicon Valley. There is no such thing as, as you know, gay oppression there. It's not a thing. Anyway, if there is, I'm sorry about that. Ookie, uh, okay, uh, Pride Month is coming, uh, and I'm ready. I think we're doing Stranger in the Lake, Stranger by the Lake, Stranger by the Lake. By the lake. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I know what they're doing by the lake. Okay, uh, and <laughs> you then guessed, you guessed it. I guessed it.
1: <laughs> and then wait, what's the what's the other one we're doing? So behind the candelabra.
0: Yes. I really which was I'm I'm, I'm
1: pumped about. I'm uh, about that. And
0: then cru- cruising, and cruising. Which yeah, I can't. I cannot wait for cruising. <laughs> and I think uh, that'll be a nice lead into your pregnancy being over, AJ. Mm,
3: it you will know? Be. so
0: you can watch cruising when you're really emotional, <laughs> and then go, "Oh, that was great." And then just had you baby, and this, and you say, "Mummy, what were you doing when you had me?" And you go, "I was watching cruising." Cruisin'. <laughs> <laughs> Before they wheeled me in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, Ricky, we said what we said, AJ. Yes,
1: look. By this point, <laughs> I, I, I did say pufta, didn't I? Poof-tas. Yeah, twice, three times. Didn't so, say
2: the F word though, so
1: no, mm.
2: plenty of time next month.
0: <laughs> yes, there's plenty of time next month to <laughs> slip it in there, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, and until next time long live the new flesh and remember sideboob cinema yeah. will say cinema cinema, cinema. cinema. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: I thought we were going to take a steam. No, No, I don't want any steam. No steam.
2: Well, I don't want to sit there naked all by myself.